What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Street Eats and Dope Beats podcast, where we tie in today's uh, street food culture and the DIY music industry. I'm your host, Chef Adam, a.k.a. Cocinero. To the right, I got my boy, JMKM. And my dude, DJ Mike Rock. What's up? <laughs> Double gun. I couldn't. I didn't I coordinate waiting. the audio with the video. That's what I'm all. It's going to be off. Hey. Yeah. And it's going to be weird. Whatever. It's okay. So what's up, guys? How's everything been? Man, it's been good. You know, the usual. Had some... I don't know. What's up? What's up with you, Mike? <laughs> let's go. Let's look at Mike. Mike Mike performed last night. So let's, let's, uh, let's see how that went. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Uh, we hung out in uh, San Diego last night um, to... Uh, actually, yesterday, uh, the whole entire day, we hung out in San Diego with Julia's family because they're uh, longshoremen. They work out in uh, uh, Washington State. Yeah. So they got shipped over to San Diego to work on a on a project. Oh, dope. So they've been hanging out uh, as much as they can despite like their like 12-hour shifts and stuff like that. Yeah. So we hung out... You know, with their family, and then uh, got to hang out with my homies from uh, Cuffin, San Diego. Uh, we did. Uh, they throw a monthly R and B party. Uh, they have nice. different chapters everywhere, like in uh, Seattle, uh, San Diego, Bay Area, out in Denver. Pretty much almost everywhere, kind of. Right. So, uh, yeah, we got to, got to play over there. So shout out to uh, the whole crew, Bar One, uh, DJ uh, Norm Rockwell. It's like I'm so jealous of that name, Norm Rockwell. Norm, like Norman Rockwell, like the yeah, paintings and stuff. I, get, I, get I grew it. up, I grew up to that, all that stuff, like having like books. Um, what else was there? Uh, Spinny Cooper, shout out to her. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Uh, got to hang out with uh, Julia's family. Dope. Had some white claws. Yeah, have you ever had a white claw before? Uh, no, but I've had a truly before. Are those good too? I've heard about that. Too. Is white claw the sparkling water? That's yeah. Alcohol. It's like the seltzer, hard seltzer water. Hard seltzer water. Yeah. How is it? Here's Adam judging. Um, <laughs> it's good. Not at all. I like it. I mean, it's it's not like something I... Uh, I'd rather have a beer. Yeah. Obviously, but it's, it's cool. It's re- it was refreshing. Like raspberry. They got that raspberry flavor. Pretty I, good. I enjoy, I enjoy like sparkling water, so... Yeah, I like I seltzer too. water, period. Like when I first... The first time I went to New York was maybe like about five, six years ago. Yeah. That was the first time I really had seltzer water. And I was just like, damn, how come I don't drink this on a regular basis? You know, it's... It's Some actually people don't really like good. It. Some people think Soda it's like water. Nasty. Like, ew, that's nasty. No, I dig it. I like, yeah. I like seltzer water. It actually feels good. Like, you know, when you drink, uh, when you eat a lot, it settles your Yeah. Stomach. It's kind of like the whole seven up thing. Yes. Mm. Uh, you know, sana sana <laughs> You know the whole deal. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you don't know that? <laughs> you don't know that? No. How does it go? Uh, I, I don't know the rest of the. Adam knows. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I know what that like is. You got a belly ache. You got a tummy yeah. ache from something. Yeah. It's yeah. to make you feel better. Yes. Yeah. So you relieve all the gases in your in your system. But uh, yeah, that was it. Just hung out in San Diego. How about you guys? Yeah, I heard there was a pretty pretty cracking LA taco event that you just oh, pulled up to. that's right. Yeah, Friday. Yes. Cool. We missed out on We We were talking about going. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what happened? I had a massage. Nah, you know what? It was a... <laughs> I did. <Yeah. laughs> it's, it's, it's stressful, man. It's stressful week. I had to get a massage. Yeah, get the rub down? Yeah. Don't say it like that, though. <laughs> what time did you go? What time did you go? Was it, 10 it was at 6 o'clock. Not 10.30 no. p.m.? No. 
What's up with all these massage parlors being open late? Bro, <laughs> why did it get to that direction? I don't know. <laughs> We're talking know. about tacos. He went there. He went there. Yeah. Oh, okay. So sorry. back to back to the tacos. <laughs> uh, it was in Norwalk at the North Gate in Norwalk, and it was the Hatch Chili Taco Knockout. And um, so we got two uh, pop-ups, which was uh, Machine Tacos and and our homies Evil Cooks, who've actually been on our podcast. Yeah. Um, it's Hatch Chili season, so uh, the the whole theme was, you know, see who had the best taco using Hatch Chilis. Yeah. And they were promoting the, I guess, I don't know if it was a farm or wherever they get their Hatch Chilis from. Uh, they're coming down and roasting and selling Hatch Chilis. And nice. LA Taco gave away uh, free taco plates to the first hundred people. And then you were able to, like, grab, uh, it was rice and beans, uh, an agua fresca, which had Hatch Chilis in it and I don't think a lot of people realized it so they were drinking it it was funny to see people they were getting you know you would walk up yeah. they'd give you a plate with rice and beans and then you had a choice between uh, an agua fresca which was I think one of them was like uh, pineapple so it was piña yeah. with hatched chiles yeah. and then another one was like uh, kind of almost like a smoothie so it was banana Yeah, and that had hatched chiles so people were like, oh, all happy. They were getting their, you know, their drink. And that sounds like a good combination, though. It yeah. was really good. Like, it was just, you could... F- but is heat. it, like, spicy? Like... Just a little heat. Okay. Not little, too bad. Like kick. a little kick? A little kick. Yeah. But if you weren't expecting it, it, <laughs> it was funny. Cause uh, you see everybody, so you grab it, you walk out, and then the first station was Machin Tacos, and the next station was Evil Cooks. But you had to, you know, stay in line. They give you one taco, you go to the next. But people, you could see people, like, take a drink, and they're like, Looking at each other, they're like, and the couple in front of me, they looked at me, they're like, oh, is it me or does it have like a kick? You know? <laughs> it has a kick. It has a kick. So they're tripping out. It just goes to show some people don't read, man. Yeah, no. No, I mean, you know, that was a theme. So I'm like thinking, like, it's Hatch Chile themed. So you would think. Well, I wouldn't think. Was, did, was there Hatch Chile in the rice and beans? Yeah. It was, I mean, it was in everything. Oh, okay. So that was like the, I mean, it was a theme. Oh, okay. So uh, then you got to vote, you know, you grab your, your plate. Sit down, eat, yeah. boom, and then you mark off, you know, whatever taco. And um, Evil Cooks took the took the W. Yeah, right. shout out Alex and Elvia. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah, they they did the damn thing, man. It, their taco was was out of sight. Sorry, um, those <laughs> that was Jam Cam. Right Sorry, I'm just moving them. I'm <laughs> moving the mic stand and keeps going like this. Did I put that? That was me. Probably me. That was just shaking. Okay, and so um. So, their tortilla, they made fresh tortillas right there. Elvia was pumping them out, and uh, they made, uh, so there was hatch chile in the masa. And then they saw put, that. Yeah, they put like, uh, um, they put like a leaf of epazote, which is, uh, I don't know if, it, I don't think it's an herb, but it's like a leafy green that you find in Mexico and Guatemala and stuff. And it's kind of bitter. And then um, carne asada. So they both had carne asada, each station. And then, um, Alex, they added uh, another thing, which is acelgas. In English, it's uh, chard. So another, like, leafy, kind of bitter green. And that was tossing some garlic on top of that. I can't wait for Whole Foods to make those kind of salads. <laughs> Check out my new espasote salad. Espasote. <laughs> I can't even, I was trying to... 
I was trying, you knew to, it was uh, do the back- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was trying to do the backup vocals to that. Oh, you didn't try hard enough because I didn't hear it. <laughs> Did you hear it? I uh, no. I was trying. I was Turn his mic up, please. Turn his mic up. That's that's <laughs> the reason. Why. Oh, <laughs> put some auto tune on that. Oh, so please, yeah, please. And um, and then the sal- <laughs> the salsa was made from hatch chiles, and then they had a uh, 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 aguacate salsa, which is not like guacamole. It's uh, Tijuana style, so it's real creamy. And um, on top, man, and the layers were, you could taste every flavor. And man, it was, I'm te- I was telling a man, Stago was was there. So but let me ask you, my boy, did they cook the carne asada over charcoal? They did. Or on a flat top, my boy? No. <laughs> <laughs> it, was all, it was all charcoal, my boy. That's fire. And not, literally, literally fire, and uh, yeah. So that was that, and you know, yeah. we had to partake in some some tacos. So uh, they took the W. Uh, LA Taco put on a dope event. Um, check them out. They have, uh, you know, it's a. Uh, I don't even know. I mean, would it be considered like a newspaper? What is it? What do you think it? LA Taco. Yeah, they're like an online club, subscription based uh, club. And um, Javier Cabral's a uh, main uh, main dude over there. And um, so he's just, he's it, you know. He's kind of like the, the food journalist of the raza. And, um, and not just all the people, period, you know. He's out there. They're out there. And so check them out. Yeah. And um, Yeah, I want to go check out more uh, local food competitions like that. That'd be dope. And yeah. Probably well, even, you know, maybe Streeties and Dobies could put something like that together. Yes. I don't know. We can do just something. Throwing it out there. Some kind of throwdown. Some kind of throwdown. I have a uh, with Bobby Flay. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have some homies that are that are that will be down. That'd um, be cool. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely down to get more LA taco stuff. I want to go to more LA LA taco events. Yeah, they put on some 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 dope events. They just had a taqueando, which is another kind of. Damn, I'm not. I thought I was in the taco circle. But I'm not just well, hearing you know, about these well, these I events. Think, yeah, I think LA Tacos they're they're putting on the the premier events in, okay. a sen- in a sense that it's like the more not I don't know nah. I wouldn't say trendy spots yeah, but yeah. they're the spots that are like happening in in you know in that in nah. that realm. Now nah, we keep it underground, homie. <laughs> so that yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you know and and um, you know like, they not only co- backyard cover boogie. food. Yeah, backyard boogie, yeah. <laughs> backyard boogie, uh, taco competitions like underground, yeah. like right there, flyer up. like flyer parties. No snappers. No snappers at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. What is that? What's no snappers? No snappers. Right. So like back in the day in the nineties over here, they had uh, flyers. It was like no haters, no no chains. You can't, you can't wear like you know the wallet chains and stuff like that. And then yeah, no, <laughs> no snappers. So yeah. fools that go and cause trouble. Yeah, just yeah. talk. Just come to the party. Just to yeah. talk shit. You know. No, no acting up. Yeah, no acting up. No, none of that. No just, act. And then two dollar Nas bottles. You know. <laughs> Nas it. Nas balloons. Nas balloons. Yeah. That's what. That was, that, that's what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. So sounds dope. That's I'm why me and Adam are like this fool. <laughs> no, <just> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> why are you no. pro- why are you appropriating this culture? <laughs> What's your accent? Fool. No, man. I grew up in El Monte, oh, so like that, yeah. you know. That's your culture, fool. <laughs> can you do it? <laughs> can you do an accent? No, I'm just kidding. No. Um, but yeah. So shout out to you know the whole squad. Yeah. Shout Evil out to Cooks. Evil Cooks coming Evil, through the win. Shout yeah. out to LA Taco. Yeah. So, what's your what's your backstory? Like, what's your relationship with uh, Javier and what's his involvement with LA Taco? Well, Javier, I mean, if you've been following like the um, 
I want to say just street food in general in LA. Uh, he's one of the like front runners in in, in the food journalism. He works I mean, for LA Times, I believe. Was it? Well, no? he's done stuff for LA Times. Oh, okay. He was, I think, done uh, stuff for Munchies too, right? He did. He featured. A, he was the one who did a write up when we were in uh, Vice Munchies. So he worked what? for Vice. I think he was their West Coast um, food editor, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, That's dope. He was uh, the late great uh, Jonathan Gold's uh, restaurant scout. Really? Yeah. So yeah. you know, he his his roots are deep in the food game. You know. And, uh, once uh, you mentioned Jonathan Gold, that's it. It's game over. Shout man. out. Yeah. So you know, and um, he just uh, uh, was part of the whole Netflix. Uh, the Netflix oh yeah, the Taco Chronicles. I think it was. Man, tacos are you know they're so bomb. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoy tacos. Yeah. So you know, so he's so that's his his name, his bark right now in this food industry, and uh, it's dope. He goes to the people, you know. Yeah. He goes and and gets the stories. Gets you know he's in there, you know. And um, his write ups are awesome. You know, he not only covers food, but he covers social issues, stuffs going around, stuffs going around. Right. Uh, right now on the news from you know a different point of view. You know, yeah. maybe more from the people. You know, and um, check him out. Anything he writes, you got to check out anything he writes because um, he's talented, very talented. Right. So very dope. Know, with that. What was the most expensive tacos you guys ever had? And you thought it was kind of like trash or not so good? You know what? I've never, I I haven't ventured out to have like to say, okay, I'm going to pay, you know, seven, eight, ten dollars for a taco. Yeah, see, no way. The most expensive tacos that I had is Taco Naso. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, you're right. Okay. Because that's like what, 250 for a taco? For the, uh, for the, for fish? the fish tacos, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's probably the most. I mean, I don't think I've ever. But I mean, that's just because it's a, it's the, it's fish because it's a little pricier. Like even like shrimp tacos, for yeah. example, too, right? It's just yeah. because it costs more. It costs more to. Keep, I get that. To keep fresh I mean, for a little bit longer. I'm not gonna pay like a four dollar uh, carne asada taco. No, I, I'm trying know. to think. Have yeah. I ever, have I ever been anywhere that served me three tacos in one of those metal trays? <laughs> what are those metal trays? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like a, go to like BJ's or something yeah. like that. Maybe. No, I don't think I've ever. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. People. People are down to do that. I'm like. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Well, there's one Wait. spot in uh, El Monte called, uh, or it might be Rosemead X Tacos. Oh, actually, yep. No, you're. Those are kind of pricey. They're a like four bit. bucks. They they make their own tortillas too. And they have. Yeah. Lobster tacos, yeah, lobster for like tacos four is bucks. pretty good. For four their bucks. lobster nachos for seven ninety five. Did you try that? The, I, the I nachos. Did. I tried their not. I tried their yeah. The lobster and another thing. I don't know if it was calamari. I had, I had the pato, the duck. duck I tried taco, that as well. Freaking bomb. So yeah. do they make like just specialty tacos? No, they specific? they do like carne asada and, and the general stuff too. But they have. But like then they special? also have like uh like what Jordan mentioned. They have. Uh, What's it called? Lang- How do you say Langos? Langos? Langonisa or langostine? Langostine. That's the, That's the lobster. lobster. Yeah, yeah? Mini. yeah. Small. Okay. Small. Yeah, guy. they had that. They had uh, uh, the duck one. That was that's like my favorite one. Really? You gotta check that out. Dude, it's a Eek's it uh, uh, taco in Rosemead. I think it's, it's on the way. I think it's one. I think it's on Monte or Temple. It's State. it's like borderline. It's Valley and uh, Baldwin. Yeah. Bowling. Right there by the 7-Eleven. Maybe you should swing by there after you pick up Doreen today. At Rose Check Street out. Pizza. We're on the way, yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
it's, they also do the whole uh, the cheese uh, tortilla. You know, like when oh, okay. they, yeah, they do that too. Oh. That's a big thing now. Yeah. Where, where did that originate from? Do you know? No. Somebody I, was high. Probably Marvin's house. <laughs> Marvin's house. <laughs> no, you know what? Honestly, shout I out think, Grub Life. Though I think yeah, I think yeah. it's just one of those things where you throw something together. You know, or you just you know that yeah. if you throw the cheese and then you know it gets nice and crusty and then you're able to like yeah. people are probably let's throw some speaking of tacos, there, you tacos. you issued a, a taco challenge for everybody for for some oh, of us. Right. What is it? Well, I got yeah. challenged first by uh, Alex from Evil Cooks to make a taco with the first three things you see in your. In your refrigerator. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. funny and the yeah. funny thing is, because if he would have hit me last week, <laughs> that would have been like I don't know, fucking celery and some, some <laughs> celery and ninety nine cent store spam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, yeah. that canned meat, the yeah. two slice spam in the Man. packet. Yeah. So literally, there was teriyaki chicken. Lit. I had some um, some shredded cabbage. I had some good uh, like yellow. Tortillas, and uh, so what I did was I made it of teriyaki chicken. Mm -hmm. I made a sriracha um, slaw. Okay. And then I uh, I put uh, we and then we had pickled like uh, pickled red onions that we make, and just that was it. That was a taco. Hey man, I yeah, I was like, damn, should I make put this on the menu? Because it was. It was good, man. It was I was I liked the flavors. Everything was good. Good. The tortillas were good. So now I think, okay, well, maybe I should get some masa, make some real tortillas. Make some teriyaki tortillas. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. No, no. You know when we did the um when we did the collab with uh with Evil Cooks and we did uh Tacolandia, we made uh the tortilla that we made our Kalua pig taco. They made us a special masa with uh, pineapple. Oh, I remember. Yeah. What? Yeah. So it was like, man, that's cool. Yeah. Represent. So I got some. So I'm trying to like incorporate oh. that tortilla and some other stuff. To Alex and about. Elvia, man, another they, level, right? Another so, level. Do they do that when they do like alba star the the pineapple with the tortilla? No, you know what? I don't know. I, I don't That'd think so. Fire. I think. I think we just they made it specifically for when we did that that collab but uh I was talking to you Jam Kim about I have I have some some concepts I want to work so test kitchen coming soon all right so, I'm just there know, to eat you know we're gonna we're gonna just try kidding. to do that and uh incorporate maybe some a couple of tacos not too much so tacos and musubis musu taco straight LA taco LA Stilo damn so. I think if I did that taco challenge, because you you tagged me on yeah. it, and I think it was just gonna be like a hot dog tortilla, and <laughs> that would have been fire, bro. See, and that was another thing I Maybe. was asking everybody what yeah. their go to or like their favorite struggle meal was. So oh I yeah, some, what are some of the struggle meals? So I, I got, of course, Mike Rock chimed in with, uh, but he was specific though. He was like, when you hold the hot dog, you put the fork. There you go. You yeah, you stab the hot dog like on the one end. <laughs> Like a catheter? <laughs> it's bad. Uh, yeah. Fucking what? Bad yeah. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> you put the hot dog over the, the yeah. Put the hot dog over the grill and the, the stove, and you're just like turning it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you roast it. You, you roast know, like it a like campfire. That. Roasted, yeah. roasted hot dogs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fire. With a uh, Wonder Bread, and then it's like a hot dog, pretty much. Yeah. That's a struggle meal. 
But a bomb, you know, it, it's funny because it's like, and I, I catch up and a ketchup packet from, <laughs> I from guess, McDonald's. I guess they're considered like <laughs> struggle meals, but I don't know. I make them. We make hot dog like that in Wonder Bread because I grew up eating. You know, if we didn't have buns. You know, yeah. hot dog buns. White bread. Yeah. yeah, we never had buns. I remember just hamburgers having, too. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. And I and I I love it like that. Um hot dog and, and weenies and, and huevo, you know, egg and hot dog chopped yeah. up. Yeah. Still love that. I do that with fried rice. Yeah. Even. Yeah. With a I little mean, garlic. It's, it's freaking it's 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 awesome. Done stuff. deal. But yeah. do you guys ever had like tomato sandwiches? No. Wow, that's a struggle meal, right? Is there. it? I think so. I feel <laughs> like, well, right? I mean, is it like, is it? Is I feel like people do that. Is it because you something? It's something that you crave, or no, is it no. just like? I remember my mom, my mom making my... that. It was like it has to be like you toast the bread mm-hmm. and you cut the tomatoes a little thicker. Yeah, and then you put like cracked pepper and salt on the tomato. You put like mayo. Mm-hmm. It's like a BLT without the bacon. Sounds good. It's just because, yeah, and I think it's because we didn't really have like lunch meat, or for out, my mom would be like, okay, we're having tomato sandwiches, and I don't. The best struggle meals is when your family just they don't let you know it's a struggle meal. Yeah, because I'm wrong. doing that. You yeah, you, I never considered it. As yeah, a struggle it's just like meal. this it's is like, what well, is this being is served. What we have yeah, and it's and, and you don't complain. That's yes, because if you start complaining, then you're you start, not going to eat. Then you're you're not gonna no, eat. not only that, it's like oh. you start like you know stressing your parents out. Yeah, because if you have a struggle meal, I know now sometimes when things are tight and we're cooking stuff at home, like I don't want to tell Noah like, hey, I would love to make you this, but we're just gonna make this because I'm cooking up. Yeah, I'm good at like. Just whipping up stuff sometimes, like whatever we have, and be like, and it'll be like, okay, this is good. No one doesn't know that this is like, oh man, I'm like, yeah, what, what am I gonna, gonna make? Put together? Yeah, hold over gonna... to this next check or whatever, you know. Yeah. But another struggle, or like I was telling Adam, like I saw some people were talking about like you know like spam and eggs. Yeah, like for us, it was a struggle meal when it was a musubi or spam that was like the generic spam. Yeah, which is if you guys are familiar with the brand called Treat. Treat, yeah. T R E E T. Yeah. And you know, there's some places in there's like some places in Hawaii that we go to where we we order musubi like this is treat. You know, they're trying to save save that money. So that's that's a struggle meal. But so, everything else. So how's the is it like? Is the flavor different? The texture different? Yeah, it's different. Yes, yeah, hard to describe. It's like you know, you yeah. if, it's like you know, you know regular if you know spam, you know regular spam versus spam light. Yeah, true. There's less sodium is passable, but spam light and regular spam is different. Big time. It tastes like spam light. I think yeah. Like diet, diet spam. Diet spam. <laughs> spam zero. Spam zero. <laughs> Have you guys tried the new spam zero? <laughs> what is it? Tofu. Tofu. <laughs> so yeah. we had that. We had a uh, uh, bologna in a uh, uh, a tortilla, which is fire too. Fried bologna. That's a struggle for show. Throw it in a tortilla. Like uh, bologna. Craft single and roll it up like that. Yeah, that was. A, I had another one that was a like craft a, single, like a taquito. You know what's underrated? The bologna, not like the, the bologna packs, but it was like the salami ones. Yeah. The koto salami, whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the super underrated struggle meals. Like the regular bologna with the little ring around it. Okay, I got you. But you really want to level up, fry up that little salami joint. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. So that was, yeah. That was, I mean, we had ramen, of course. A lot of top ramen. A couple of noodles. That's someone, always on deck. Someone, yeah. someone put a... Uh, Downey Pizza Company and I was like damn that's so fancy fancy has struggle man. yeah that's nice right Downey Pizza all the pizza companies are pretty fired like Downey Pizza Company Doherty Pizza Company Pasadena Pizza Company Monrovia they're all the same. Monrovia yeah pizza. they're all the same same company I'm assuming just different cities yeah I think because they all have like yeah same company different cities yeah, yeah. sometimes I say dumb, sometimes I say dumb stuff so Little Caesars 
Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what's a yeah, here's a legit like um like what about like yeah, I guess like struggle meals. Some of these are probably like from childhood, but like I remember when I first moved out here and it was like transitional period, grinding, hustling. I remember one of the go-to like struggle meals when Daisy and I first started dating is her dad would give me like these bags of oranges. Yeah. Like, he's got the most fire organic, like the best oranges. And they're huge and they're juicy. So we get bags of oranges that I'd get them, she'd give them to me. And then I would get out when I'd, I'd go to work, I'd have like a cup of noodles and then like four oranges. And that was just like, that's the super struggle meal. See, that would hold me over yeah. for the whole day. Cause I'd be like, all right, I'm, you know, I gotta go to work and this is all I have. The oranges is like my little energy shots. Nice. And the little cup of noodles. And that's what I was trying yeah. to get too. I that's the struggle, get, right? Yeah, there. I was yeah. trying to get I was trying to get that. I was trying to get like between paychecks, you just paid rent. Yeah. What you know, what do you throw together? Yeah. Oh, there's to hold, those. Yeah. You know, and but everybody was just I think it was more maybe the way I worded it was more of like brought people back to their childhood. Yeah. Here's right. here's the perfect struggle meal. You uh it's like three bucks. It's spaghetti from the nine nine cent store. Deal. You're right. Because you get the you noodle, get the sauce, the sauce oh, yeah. and sometimes they got the ground sausage or the ground turkey. You're right. It's kind of yeah. sus. I wouldn't recommend you. I wouldn't purchase the. Yeah, ground, I wouldn't get the. But it would the, hold you off though. Yeah, I wouldn't get the ground turkey or ground. I've tried meat. it. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> okay. But they do have. Um, I'm always scared to. Yeah. Because I always get like I probably get choro or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, and then. But then you have the you know the new all that enriched yeah. wheat and that pasta is supposed to bind things together you know it's like yeah. a reverse effect sorry <laughs> <laughs> leave you unproductive firm. for a day trying to um, supposed to firm things damn up. we're going far in this one <laughs> no yeah then I definitely for sure the ninety nine when I used to live next to ninety nine by uh, it comes through bro in Highland Park and I used to like yeah fried rice actually I still stock up on just pasta and even uh, sauce over there yeah. from yeah. ninety nine cents store I, I stock up on soy sauce to cook with not soy sauce to like use like on rice or like for 7-Eleven sushi yeah 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> those those little kikamon packets yeah. yeah but like to cook with I'll cook with the little the little 99 cent store the little fake likum ki bottle oh yeah the it's, little yeah. it's not even likum ki but it looks like likum ki right <laughs> oyster, oyster sauce from the 99 oh yeah that's right yeah, um, they got the chopped garlic they got the rice yeah I'll do non-cowless rice if I'm doing fried rice um, what else they got the 99 yeah those are the struggles we used to yeah. put put together Let's pose that question for our audience, though. Like, what's your struggle meal? What like, is your struggle yeah. meal? Yeah, times are times are tough. Got to whip it together. Yeah. What yeah. is it? What do you throw? What do you throw together? Yeah. Let me see what else. I'm trying to think of any any like uh, off the cuff, like particular ones that you that people have submitted to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it got to a point where it was it was basically like all my. Uh, all the, everybody that's familiar with spam, so like Doreen was like spam and rice. That was her go-to. So we got a lot of spam and rice. We got a lot of bologna and rice. Shout out to Brian over there at Rose City. His was bologna and rice with ketchup. That was his his struggle meal. Yeah. Um, a lot of pasta. It's because pastas, they sustain you. So yeah. whether it's like ramen. It's cheap, man. Cup of noodle. Yeah. Or like I, for my brother and sister. Like sopa I, de fideo. My mom, yeah. My mom used to make just uh, spaghetti tossed with butter and Parmesan. That, a little bit of garlic salt. And that was a... I've done, yeah. Yeah. So for a long time, the kids, Janai and Jason, that was their, like, when they would go, we'd go to Italian restaurants, they would order butter noodle. So it's not even on the menu, but we just tell them, we just toss it in some butter and Parmesan. Yeah. Kids love it. That's smart. Menu hacks. Menu hacks, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, you know, whether it's a childhood struggle meal or just 
trying to get get by to the next paycheck. Yeah. What's something y'all do to make it happen? Let us know. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> yeah. Like, comment, review, subscribe. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is cracking? Uh, y'all been watching any good uh, TV shows lately? Mikey? What's, what's some good uh, <laughs> There's a bunch of new cooking shows coming out I mean right. we've been on the chef show The chef show uh, on Netflix I mean I usually primarily just watch a lot of Netflix uh, series You uh, mentioned one uh, Was it in uh, Australia? Or where, where was it? Yeah from? it's called The Chef's Line So how it works is um, I guess it's They've it's I guess it's a It's a live show kind of And how it works is There's a restaurant Um so the first the first series was uh, the whole thing was about Vietnamese food. So there's a chef and his his line of cooks, like from his sous chef to prep cook and and all yeah. that stuff. So there's like four of them all together, and they battle against four home cooks. Like you know, like they they love cooking. They post it on Instagram. They get a lot of love and like, yo, can you cook me food? Kind of thing. So what they do is. Uh, They'll go down the line, so they'll start off from like the prep cook yeah. versus all four of the home cooks, and then the judge. There's three judges. They they blind taste test all the food, and then mm-hmm. they'll select who's gonna who's gonna advance on to pretty much battle the the head chef. So okay. it's a, it's actually a really cool series. Uh, a lot of uh, there's a lot of things I'm learning because as far as uh, Australian. Uh, cuisine, I guess. There's a lot of uh, like greens that are are native to only Australia. Yeah. Just like how you mentioned, there's a espasote. Yeah, um, <laughs> we do that every time. Yeah. We, well, I don't know what about was in that. Espasote. We did the we did the three part right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do the low. Get next the harm. Time. Yeah, get the harmonies Harmony. right. I'll, I'll yeah. do the low one next. Time. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll we gotta hear we'll that auto tune. We'll so it. it's pretty. It's it's a cool. It's I think it's a cool concept where because a lot of the home cooks. Surprised the uh, what are you laughing about? I'm just laughing at the uh, the, the song, yeah, because we're gonna make it into an actual song by Productive Culture. Yep, JMKM, JMKM, oh yeah, that's him. Um, yeah, so the whole concept uh, you're, you're battling against home cooks, and some of the home cooks actually surprise the the, the chef and stuff like that. So it goes that's on, dope. tie it, and they go down the they go because I started watching um. One episode, so they go down the line. How huh? they like they battle first. Yeah. I seen the one I saw was I think it was uh, was it Vietnamese? I think yeah, it Vietnamese. the whole the first four or five episodes yeah. is like Vietnamese, and then they go through different ones. Like I know yeah. there's one like in Greece, and um, I forgot what other. I di- I didn't get that far yet yeah. into it. So yeah, so it went from like they battled the um, the apprentice first. Yeah. Then they went down the line, and then the the last the boss, the last one's the executive the chef. executive chef, and they go head to head with the executive chef. Right. I was like, that's a dope concept. I like yeah. that. It looked. It looked. I gotta, I gotta tune in. I'm pretty so, sure they're gonna cater that into the American audience soon, yeah. sooner or later. You know. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a dope concept, and it was funny because I was watching it, and then like the apprentice goes up and he's battling the chefs, but the executive chefs like looking at him like. <laughs> you better fucking do this right. You're representing the brand. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, it was, it was dope. So um, let me see what the next one. Oh, what about that? Uh, was it Uncharted? Is that what it's called? Uncharted uh, with uh, Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon so what's Ramsay. the? What's everybody's take on that? Because you know, I was telling Jim <laughs> Cam that um, 
I've seen a lot of like uh, negative press first, negative media write ups about like uh, you know. Well, initially, to- when you think of Gordon Ramsay, maybe uh, you you have that like um, outrage culture kind yeah. of thing because Hell's he de- yeah he that. demonstrated a lot of like anger and frustration yeah, yeah, with yeah. like his cooks or people that he's worked with. Yeah, and you just end up like. Okay, it's entertaining in a sense because like, what kind of fucking bloody shit is this? It's great. It's great. T- it makes for great TV. And then I think that's what yeah. a lot of people tune into. And and my my homie Pat told me that like, it's it's good entertainment. And I didn't think about that because yeah. oh yeah, for me personally, good entertainment is, uh, God bless the dead, Anthony Bourdain going into different cities, Real different. Shit different countries and uh-huh. and exploring and not columbusing the whole idea it's just him like just having a dialogue with the people from wh- whatever region they are in and and getting to humanize a whole experience as opposed yeah. to let's take whatever you're doing and I'm going to recreate it myself and and bank and capitalize on this whole Thing. Yeah. Now, do you think that's like uh, American TV? Because we're we're having this convo too. Like he was, Jam Kim was talking about uh, a lot of uh, Gordon Ramsay shows in the UK, and it's a different, like, yeah, different feel. You well, know what I'm saying? Like, I think it started with like the Kitchen uh, Hell's Kitchen and Kitchen Nightmares. Mm-hmm. Well, Kitchen Nightmares, I believe, started in the UK, and it was like they're truly fixing stuff, and he was like. A lot more polite. Like if it was bad, he'd tell you. But if you watch Kitchen Nightmares now with the music and the dramatics, within America, within America, and the way that they cut and the way that they just like right, there's it's very more. It's, it's much more dramatic. It's way more dramatic. And then Kitchen Hell's Kitchen was like dramatic. I think it's a way to train these these chefs and you know because I'm sure you don't have it easy in the kitchen. So no. I think it's like an an exaggerated thing. I think people think that that's his personality because I, I I watch like I think most of his stuff and I watch like. Master Chef Junior, and he's very like nice and polite. Yeah, because I even, it's with kids. Yeah, I even so watched, it's like when you're in that atmosphere when you're working with kids, you can't be fucking. What kind of fucking? Bloody? Yeah, no, he, about, you know, he even has like a like like a, a show with his family and his daughter, and his daughter right. cooks, and and there was this. So I remember noticing that Kitchen Nightmares and Hotel Hell and all these other ones. It's just way dramatic, and then I remember him talking about it like. I think it's like on when he did Hot Ones or something. Um, he was just talking about yeah, it's just dramatic. Like it's, it's it's a character. But then I remember watching uh, his stuff. He had another show um, in like 2010 where it's like pretty much the same exact concept as Uncharted, where he would go to like different countries and he would like learn. He would go and like go into these villages and like like slaughter an animal and then make curry and then try their spices and drink their alcohol and break bread with them. And they would teach him. And then sometimes he would cook too. And then there was even one that I saw that it was like, I think it was in like Vietnam where he did a bunch of, he did like a cooking competition where like, where like and all the cooks were women. And they were in the kitchen. They were teaching him how to make like the rice. And he didn't even know how to use a rice cooker. Like he was like amazed at the rice cooker. He's trying to make rice with a pot and it was burning. And he made the rice too early and they waited till the end to cook the rice on the cooker. And he did a competition and it was like a blind test and he got third place. And he was like, you know, it was a great experience. I learned. So he's uh, he's been going into these places and learning how to cook and soaking up game and then trying to cook. And I, I don't think that's bad. I think people are framing this as like, like I read a tweet that was like, the last thing we need is someone going into other countries and showing cultures that they can cook better than them 
And you use the phrase like, you know, like Columbusing. And I don't think that's what it is at all. I mean, it's for entertainment, but everything's for entertainment, you know, like. At this point, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, there's all for entertainment, but I don't think, I don't think it's like uh, something like, oh, we're going, he's going in there and showing that he can cook better. And uh, the biggest thing that I saw is that this article that we were referring to that got re-earthed now that the show is out was talking about how like, they literally said like, oh, this is his attempt at doing like an Anthony Bourdain style thing. And like- That's what I initially thought. Did you think that before seeing an article about it? Or did you think that just, or did you see an article about that first? I didn't didn't read or see any articles about it initially, but I ended up, so I saw the episode where he was in Maui, I think. Yeah. last weekend uh and and i felt i felt that way like he was like trying to i get it he was trying to like understand you know based on uh what resources they have in in that region and stuff like that and and trying to make something authentic because he was battling uh chef uh sheldon simeon yeah you know so i was like okay it's kind of cool but then i just felt like it was like the wrong person to to go with it because it was based on from his history and his career being on TV, it's always been like him blowing up, getting upset, being angry, and then all of a sudden, let's sympathize and let's let's uh let's let's make me a little bit more human now, kind of thing. I, I feel know. you. Yeah. I feel like I would say the same sentence, except I would say his history on TV is the opposite because I I know the the catalog pre Kitchen Nightmares like. When he first came up, if you look at all of his content before, it was like what it is, what this show is. Right. Okay. But I think it's fair, because it's fair for you to say that because most people only know like the American TV programming Correct. of Gordon Ramsay. But if you follow like the Gordon Ramsay content from the UK and like um, some of his other stuff, you'll see that, say, there's this big scale of content. And I want to say Kitchen Nightmares and Hotel Hell and the yelling that's Gordon the Ramsay. Magnif- that's the magnified it, Yeah, it's the magnified version. That's what they push over here. It's the, what's right. what they push because that's what America is about, which is weird. Um, but then it's also only like 20% of his content. So like, it's, if you, which is not a bad thing to say, like to feel like. No, I mean, but then that's just like the general consumption of people yeah, here yeah. in America. Yeah, and that's just I mean? the perception. Like that's, that's just what they've witnessed and yeah. that's what they saw. If yeah. you're into food TV kind of like Yeah, and that's yeah. just and if you're also if you're into like outrage culture, if you're into right. like I'm gonna watch something and I'm gonna allow myself to get upset by it, or I'm gonna like research and and be like, Oh, oh, this is like I would look at it as like, oh, this is cool. This is not a kitchen nightmares kind of thing. And instead of yeah, I don't know. It's just I don't think it has to be. Uh, Maybe it's just based on the person. Yeah, everyone you know, has I mean, perception. Yeah, well, I mean, perception, based on the yeah. person as uh, as the personality as Gordon Ramsay. Everybody, oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? As opposed and that to overshadows everything. And that it else. shows, yeah. Because I yeah, I was telling Jim Kim that uh, at first I was like, oh, I gotta check it out. Let me see because. Yeah. Um, the clips I saw, what you know, wasn't that like it wasn't like. Anthony Bourdainish it was just him uh-huh. so I saw the Maui episode I yeah. saw the Maui episode and I was telling the only thing I could say that I didn't care for was just it was more of like the um, I guess production of 
Hell's Kitchen, not Hell's Kitchen, uh, Kitchen Nightmares, you know, where he goes into and it's like him narrating, like, now, you know, now I'm going to show up at blah, 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 pizza spot. And they don't know I'm going to be here, but, you know, so it was kind of him, like, narrating his, you know, his journey and then talking. And so it was set up. So I was kind of like, I guess, thinking about those other shows that we just have here. Yeah. So... But I, I, I enjoyed it. Like, I liked it. Like, I liked... It was, you know, maybe I could have uh, had less of his, you know... I don't know, humor, maybe, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, you he know? was talking shit, like he was saying. Yeah, um, about the dude. Uh, I know Jim Kim saw some of it, but, you know, there's a part where he goes to make poi, and the guy, you know, he just has a big personality. Right. So he's just like, oh, man, this guy, and I'm just waiting like, for I, him. I now. can't get over his laugh. Or, yeah. yeah. So that was kind of whack. Like, I was there was one part, too, where he goes and says... Um, Damn it! What's up, Emron? Emron in the building. Welcome back Emron. to welcome back to the country. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Emron just walked in. He's the uh, chief executive officer of this operation. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> so no, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. So he, there's a there's a part that that got me was uh, he goes and learns uh, to make banana nut bread or something banana yeah. bread, right? Yeah. And then the lady, the auntie oh. that works there, she's all like. Because he was asking her, "Hey, can I, can I, can I jump in? Can I, can you show me how to make it?" She's all, "No, you're mean." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I was just like, "Oh, okay. So see, this is this is everybody's general possession." Yeah, it is. Well, it, no, no, hundred percent. And yeah. you know, and I remember on BBC, I was watching uh, the F Word, one of his shows. Uh huh. And I, I think I even told Doreen like, "This is totally like different. Like his it's attitude's not like he's not like, you know." Lit yeah. all the time and ready to throw shit, and but he'll, he'll still get down. But it's yeah, not, but not yeah. like, but the feel is different. Like you could, the you know, the overall like like climate of the shows are different in the UK, and where you like you said, yeah. So yeah. everybody here thinks he's you're an idiot. asshole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah no, and and it, that's true. That's a good perception. I'm curious to think about. Like, I'm curious to see how people like in in Hawaii perceive it. Yeah. Um, because the way I perceived it as I thought it was a cool opportunity to talk about because this is like his whole intention of the show is to go into these indigenous cultures as he calls it and then um, you know learn I forget what the whole tagline is but the whole purpose is just to like learn and then to like cook for them right yeah, yeah, yeah. or do so a, I like that yeah. is it it was was it a competition I don't think it was a competition they just were just jamming like uh, yeah exactly it's so like I, a jam session if you're a chef I'm a chef you come to my house. Like we're gonna cook. We're gonna get yeah. down, yeah. yeah. And and so that's what it was. I think he was visiting these different parts on the island, and he um, was gonna get, I guess, the feel of the culture and the yeah. ingredients that come from the culture and the stuff that you know Maui has to offer. Yeah. And then at the end, him and Chef Sheldon were gonna cook a meal. Yeah. So Chef Sheldon did his thing, and then you know Gordon did his thing to like what he cooks. Would try to incorporate, I think it was like breadfruit and poi and 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 the stuff they caught earlier and uh, yeah, and he was trying to do his thing and uh, uh, so oh yeah, I want to see that. So it was it was good because you know because Sheldon was giving it to him back, you know, yeah, kind of laughing at him like it's, you know you came all the way you know to bake to, to uh, make shepherd's pie, shepherd's pie or something, so right? Like laughing at that. It's like know? it's like if you were in the kitchen when he's trying to make that chilaquiles that he's his famous chilaquiles yeah, video. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's pretty. It, it, it's a good show. I, I mean, I I only saw one episode, yeah. but from what I saw, I dug it. But uh, Jam Cam, how do you feel about that? Like when you get people from the mainland, or even yeah, well, nah, it was K, so. Man. One thing I thought that was kind of cool because it's like one, it's a 
it's like to get feedback from like one of the cultures that were in that are, that were like highlighted. And I like how you know Sheldon did mention that like you know there's different cultures in Hawaii. It's not like this Hawaiian culture. Yeah, there's a culture of Hawaii, but yeah. it's not the native Hawaiian culture. But some of those things like he did poi. Like I don't think you don't really see that too much when you like when you have like all these food shows like you know they kind of gloss over poi because it's not for everybody it's an acquired taste yeah and I was laughing how how like he's asking if you could do seasoning on it and so just like watching it and seeing like the different types of people and the different dishes and yeah I did see the part where he went he went to that bakery and she told him that and like that dude that was in like the taro field. And he was like, you know, giving him he was he was giving him shit about his laugh and about the flavor of the poi. And the guy was just he didn't care, just laughing. He could have no care in the world. Yeah. Like I know people like that. I have a cousin yeah. that's just like that. And I have friends that are just like that girl that dives. And I've, you know, and like so it was dope to see. And I was like, okay. And I I saw it as like a because I have the context of his previous content and knowing that that's what he does. He goes into different cultures, learns how to cook, and sometimes he gets roasted. Dude, like the, the, the uh, Pad Thai episode. Exactly. Oh, that's yeah. so. Like yeah, that that's from head. that series that I was talking about. Oh, okay. That's not from a Kitchen Nightmares. That, that's from right, that right. that early two thousands, uh, two thousand ten series where he goes and he learns all yeah. this food, and then the one I saw where he was in Vietnam and he got third place, and mm-hmm. so he's he he's like it's kind of like it's not about like uh, like that like that tweet that um, that I saw about like the last thing we need is blah blah blah. Um, like the last thing we need is going into another culture and saying you can cook better than them. I look at it as like, yo, this dude is like, he's obviously an OG. Yeah. Yeah, he's this character on TV, but like he actually is about it because he goes all over the place and does these things. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. not one of these like chefs that I think it's 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 like a it's there's like this uh you know this American you know perception of like you know colonizing and. Yeah. But this dude's not from America, and he may may be from a country that that colonized America that we still owe taxes to. <laughs> but um, it's it's just like there's part of the culture that we're in that will be like very defensive. Like I'm gonna see this, and ju- like just because he's white. Like imagine if that was Sheldon's show, and he was did the exact same thing, and he went to all these countries. It would be a different conversation. But right. because he's white and because Anthony Bourdain is dead, let's yeah. be real, the conversation is instant. Like, yo, this guy's doing all this. So as someone that's from the actual culture that he highlighted, I thought it was dope. I thought it was like, it was, there's a lot of key things that he had hit on. And people from Hawaii, we are used to to our culture being looked at and being colonized. Not saying it's okay. But whenever someone, someone comes and shows attention to our culture and highlights it in like a fun way, it makes us feel good. It's just like, imagine if you did music and someone wanted to come and do a cover of your song mm. and be like, show me how to play the song and I'm going to play it my way. And you might laugh at them yeah, and be like, oh, it doesn't Like when they do their own interpretation. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like, you know. That's a good uh, it's like, analogy. Yeah, it's like, if you, like, you show me how to cook a dish that you know. Yeah. Like, Definitely. if I'm really trying to cook, are you going to get mad just because, like, I'm trying to learn how to expand my culinary horizons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not about trying to, like, show you that I can cook it better than you. Mm-hmm. It's about, let me show you that I appreciate you yeah. Yeah. and let me use this platform to show everyone else in the world. Maybe it's yeah. because in my head I'm playing devil's advocate already where well, yeah. I've always seen a white man go into indigenous cultures and yeah. try to learn I something. Mean, it, or it, try it, to. I mean, I get it. They're trying to learn. And then at the same time, they're also, I feel it's, 
It's, it's just instinctively in my head. But it's it's all of that. Yeah. It, 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 so it, for example, like like how you mentioned, if it was Sheldon Simeon going into like Memphis, Tennessee to learn how to make barbecue. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have any issues with that for some reason. Maybe yeah, it's just it's not your because it's not your it's like not my, uh, it's not your I wouldn't say culture, but it's not your um well yeah, I mean it's yeah. not your culture. It's not it's not what you do. It's not what Maybe you grew up with that's that's near and dear to you, right? You know what I'm saying. So it's yeah. like yeah, it's for everything else, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so they it's can like go over there and do like I said, thing. it's like it's, it's like almost an automatic bias built in my head yeah. already. Oh, and and, it, and I'm the same way. Yeah, you yeah. know, and um, the hate grows between myself <laughs> and Chef Adam. I'm not just kidding, <laughs> but um, <laughs> y'all just part of outrage culture. No, no, I, I don't you want know to what? be. I don't think I, yeah. I don't think it's that. I think that it's it's a deeper. You know, we've had these conversations. Yeah. So it's like deep it's rooted a, it's in a, our it, yeah, it's a deeper when it goes to that, like yeah. my yeah. outrage or my my you know and it's okay on my shoulder for yeah. certain things. It's because of the experience of I've had with certain situations. Right. Yeah, being a being a part of sorry not to cut you off, but being no. a part of outrage culture or contributing to outrage culture, yeah, because of past experience is not a bad thing. No, and then so like when back to like uh Chef Ramsey, you know, if people don't know his background like like us in the context of his whole catalog of work yeah then yeah then you could understand like ah well this dude you know all he does is talk shit you so know, basically it's just it, all made for TV yeah but when it you know, comes but, down to but it. when it's like you know spoon fed and shoved into people's like lives you know and that's right. what they get on TV so that's their first that's gonna be stuck and yeah, that's you. why when you have two different dynamics between Anthony Bourdain and and Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. I think that's if when you compare both personalities, you automatically think one's an asshole because he's an asshole, and then he's being an asshole because, well, fuck it. Anthony Bourdain's just raw and, and unfiltered yeah. kind of a individual. Yeah. But then, then he's always been that way for what he's been portraying oh, yeah, ever since from the jump. Being from New York, you, you kind of understand and know those kind of personalities. Yeah. And then if you, again, too, if you go and you research, like when I was in culinary school, Anthony Bourdain was like one of the, at that time, he was like one of the, you know, he was still working at Leal. He was still, you know, just a, an executive chef. And he was a badass because of, you know, stuff, articles I've read about him, you know, the, you know, interviews I've seen. They weren't a lot back then, you know, because social media wasn't like it is now. So I was like, dude, he's just, he's one of us, you know, yeah. and he always talked about his staff, you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's why I loved Anthony Bourdain yeah. Word. was because he, I always say this, he brought like, he humanized the back of the house. You know, he talked highly of the dishwasher. He talked highly of the prep cook. He talked highly of, of everybody in the back that made it happen and make these executive chefs look great. To him, that was, you know, that was the 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 heart of the kitchen, you know, the restaurant. Yeah. The heart of the restaurant was the kitchen and the people in the back. So then you go with Ramsey, same thing. He was like under um Marco Pierre White, which is like I was just telling James Cam, this fool's like, he's a rock star. Like that dude, mm. you know, he, he's legit, he's about it. Like, you know, he's one of those chefs too that if I could say, well, I looked up to or I admire a few chefs, it would be Anthony Bourdain, Marco Pierre White, Thomas Keller. Those three were like, man, when I was in school or when I started cooking, 
I looked up to them like, oh, dude, these dudes were gods, you know, our Tight. god, you know, uh, Thomas Keller with French Laundry. Like, he's still like, man. Yeah. And that's know. Gordon Ramsay's OG. Yeah. So yeah. he's, you know, he's so he's OG. And, you know, my fine dining or like stuff like that might not be my my forte. Like, I'm, I'm more, you know, I like simple bistro style food. But like, to me, like Thomas Keller, like his stuff is like, dude, like you, it's bad. You know, I can't yeah. even say I can't even go look I'm speechless but you <laughs> that's know, good but, to know yeah I didn't know that that's t- that's dope to know that background though but you know yeah so like I said I think um, <laughs> it's crazy you know but uh, but yeah. we could see both sides you know like we could see how we know his background so we can understand like so it's just attitude. basically like how the how the media portrays yeah. these individuals exactly 100% yeah. and how yeah. they they choose to follow that direction yeah, yeah. As opposed yeah. to saying like, no, nah, fuck that. Like Anthony Bourdain was probably like, hey, we need you to be a little bit more kinder. Yeah, he was or, like, nah, nah, fuck nah, that. nah, no way. Yeah. So imagine, yeah, the bag, the conversation was like, hey, we like this kitchen nightmares. We notice sometimes you can be a little bit of a jerk, but you're pretty nice. But can you just turn it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's ten million dollars for a twenty year deal of 30, 30 you know, thirty shows over over like twenty years. Right. right. And, and he probably laughed all the way to the bank, and that yeah. shows character and. You know, but it's kind of like, hey, you know. But what? Yeah. Then, then, then again, it, you think like, what would you do? Yeah. You presented that opportunity. It's kind of like on a on a sidebar. This is gonna be super super random, but like, I started listening to this podcast about the show Cops. Okay. And it's like it's called Running from Cops, and it talks about how like how how messed up that show is. Yeah. Mm. And how like so all those cops that are on there, they were being told by the by the executives to like be more dramatic, like. There's a arrest. This guy on a bike pulls him over. He's high. He's got cocaine on him. He's got he's got like twenty bags, and arrest him. Put him in the car. It's a two minute interaction, yeah. and they like made the cop pull him out of the car and talk to him and ask him about his story and ask him if he's okay. And they started crying and saying I have a drug problem. And they made it because there was like every episode has three seven minute segments. So we want to go home. We just want to film this segment. So they like fabricated that. Yeah. So it's like. Wow. All these cops, some of these cops became celebrities in their, in their towns because they were on cops. Yeah. And then there's even things they're like, they have to vote in the legislation where at the local level, they're like, we don't allow reality-based filming uh, in this town because people were going to, going to getting these, you know, kits, you know, tested on the side of the road that are known to be faulty that they don't recommend to use. Yeah. And they would just be like, oh, this is cocaine, you're going to jail. And then they look and they come back these people are like this, they ruined my life like yeah. it wasn't cocaine you know that's crazy so that's a tangent but I'm like how much do you fault these people for like taking these bags like knowing that like yo you're like agreeing to be part of reality TV yeah. Yeah. I guess the bigger conversation is reality TV yeah. like you're being a part of reality TV which is meant for entertainment it's not real it's meant for entertainment but then at the same time it causes damage to people though yeah I, I consider Gordon Ramsay a reality TV star I consider yeah. Anthony Bourdain like um like, a, what's another word? Like, what type of content? It's like maybe documentarian. In yeah, a sense? it's a documentarian. It's a oh, cultural. That was nice. Yeah. Today's word of the day: documentarian. Wow, in sync too. Do you guys? Do, <laughs> do you guys do jinx? No. It's gonna buy. You buy me a soda. <laughs> uh, no nah. coffee. Yeah. So that was. I mean, yeah. I, I feel you. I just was just like. I was like, I figured you felt that way based well, on like you what know, you, it's, you posted too. It's cool too. how we just like broke it down right now because yeah. it, it just revealed a lot more layers because wait a second, it's on TV. Yeah, and then not, you just 
think of like, okay, well, how many of these things are obviously fabricated for the entertainment purpose yeah. and well, f- and filled within the 22 minutes of, of that episode or or 40 minutes plus or whatever because of commercials and all that shit. Yeah. But, you know, just compiling all those ideas together, you're like, oh, wow. You know, there's an executive behind it and it's not necessarily Gordon Ramsay himself either. Yeah. yeah. You know, where he's like, this is my show. I, I call the shots and, and things like that, you know. And I think if he were, he probably would have had a different approach altogether. Yeah. You know, maybe a lot more personable. Yeah. It's not like you're watching like Rachel Ray or Bobby Flay on TV and they just go visit all these uh, um, restaurants and 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 he does all these battles with them and stuff like that. Yeah, right? that, yeah, that, yeah. It's it's obviously made for TV. Yeah. But you know, a oh. lot of it can be fabricated and yeah. like, oh, my stove's not working. And I was like, uh-oh, here comes the dramatic part. Yeah. You know? It's raw. Yeah. It's rancid. <laughs> it's off. <laughs> Who cooked the risotto? I, I, I lost the accent towards the end. Yeah. And when you when you were mentioning all those chefs, I, I, I imagined you had all these posters of them. And then you just looked at them and you're like, <sighs> one day, one day. Uh, no, <laughs> you're like nah. nah. But I, man, I'm telling you though, those are the those are the dudes, man. I mean, they still are, you know. I mean, rest in peace to Anthony Bourdain. But um, yeah. I think I had a chance to dine at French Laundry one time in Beverly Hills. They have a French no, Laundry. Oh, what's no. that one? That, that's in Napa Valley. I'm trying. To, there's another one of Thomas Keller's restaurants out that way in Beverly Hills. So uh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Shake Shack? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Corky's? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Chick-fil-A is open on Sunday now? What? Someone told me that um, <laughs> that Popeye's uh, made a chicken sandwich so we don't have to support trash. Dope. Trash ass Chick-fil-A. Did That's, they really? Recently? That was a tweet that I read. It's like, Popeye's has a chicken sandwich now so we no longer have hey, to man. support Wendy's Chick-fil-A. came back with the spicy, spicy chicken nuggets. nuggets. Yeah, but Wendy's… What's, what's up? Winning? What's up with you taking the chicken strips off of the menu? Oh, oh man, yeah. that's what I want to know. I like how we were talking about fine dining, gourmet food, and then now we're back to. <laughs> I'm like a. I'm like a I'm good like a, street eats and dope beats. I'm like a squirrel. Like <laughs> chicken strip. Chicken strip. I dig chicken strips. Chicken dinner. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Just, I'm, I'm, you know what? And and just for the sake of the show, I think I'm gonna um, I'm gonna have to give uh, Chick Fil A a go around. Let's let's do a blind chicken chicken tender test. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Yo. Yeah, let's do it. And yeah. uh, I also want to uh, make sure you get the Hawaiian sauce though. My uh, yeah. my DM's been blowing up because of this new um, spam flavor that's coming out. Oh Pumpkin boy! Spice. Oh I thought boy. it was I thought it was a joke, but apparently spam Walmart posted on their IG, yeah, didn't they? And Walmart's gonna be carrying it, and I think it's hideous. But I'm gonna try it, and I think we all should. Um, Partake in some Jordan, can spice. you tell us where the spi- uh, pumpkin spice uh, spam comes from in Hawaii? Well, if it's got to be during the fall months, <laughs> you have to go to Pahoa where there's a, a little bit more population of the lighter complexion. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you go to right next to the Starbucks. Yeah. There's a, some bushes. <laughs> go in there and harvest your can of pumpkin spice. Spam. You can only eat it wearing Uggs. You can only eat it wearing Uggs with soy. Oh my god! Can I get a pumpkin spice musubi with soy? With the soy wrap. With the <laughs> soy paper wrap, please. Yeah. 
So that, yeah. So people have been asking me, like, what do you think? And I'm like, what do you mean, what do I think? It's freaking pumpkin spice spam. Like, sure, the authority on spam, bro. <laughs> Supposedly, I guess. Yes, you, you have spam on your on your hat right now. <laughs> so, what if we like it? That's the problem. I mean, uh, but what is it like? Come on, what the fla- flavor wise? Like, think about it. Like is cinnamon. It, yeah, exactly. Is it gonna be you know more more of the spam meaty flavor with hints of? <laughs> Fucking spit. I can't even say cinnamon and pumpkin. Like, are you gonna bite into it and want a a drink from Starbucks? Like, is it gonna be sweet? I don't think it's gonna be sweet. I just want to pair it with a pumpkin spice horchata, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna make you fucking. (laughs) That's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy to to me. What a time. What a time um, to be alive right now, huh? So stay tuned soon. We're gonna be having the. Pumpkin spam spice challenge. Damn. <laughs> With Chick-fil-A chicken strips. JMK was like thinking like, fuck. I'm just curious to see how it tastes. Like, it's I'll crazy. try it. When is this coming out? I think within in the, the next month or two. Are you going like, to be waiting in line? To... I am. Okay. People are going to be like, in line at Walmart. Yeah. I'm going to shoot you 10 bucks on Venmo. So you could... Uh, we'll get... I'll get some. Yeah. So you can get five cans. Yeah, we we could do a live we'll taste right test there, right bam. here. Yeah. Do a live taste test on the pod. Yeah, I'll bring a little mini griddle in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll cook some spam in here, get it smelling nice for the next podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Leave the door <laughs> open. What's that smell? Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> Don't but worry yeah, about it. So, yeah, man. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what's going on. Try it. That's about. Let me see what else we got on the on the bill. We got a. Uh, I know y'all. We're talking about some recent. Uh, other recent developments in the hip hop world, in the hip hop biz world. Oh yeah, with Mr. Carter. That's right. We're talking about uh, Jay Z and his now new involvement with the NFL. Um, I've been reading a little bit. I haven't really got too much into. Yeah, what is it? Did he buy a team or something? <laughs> to or? it, no. He well, <laughs> that came out after. I guess he was gonna do some type of like, I guess consulting. Okay. Somewhere. Something like that For a team or for the NFL? For the NFL And then like maybe days later It's like uh, Jay-Z Part owner of an NFL team And and then all the You know Then of course The whole You know Kaepernick Subject came up And he's like You know Is he involved? Is he gonna be involved? Did Jay-Z pull him in? And is he going to be on the team this year? Yeah, so all, all those all those questions. And uh, I'm hearing, from what I'm reading, seeing, like, it's been, like, back and forth. Like, some people, you know, Jay-Z said, okay, well, you know, I talked to him about it. You know, he was cool with it. Uh, then I just read something about uh, Cap's um, girlfriend. It was like, nah, they never contacted him. He was never a part of any, any of these talks. So, which, you know, kind of makes you think. You know, business is business. Always going to be business. But, I mean, I guess, I don't know. There's a bunch of whole different avenues we could go down with this. You know, it's like, does Jay-Z use his platform to to address these social issues and be like, nah, like, Cap needs to play, blah, 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 use that. Or does he go and go the route of being a businessman and, hey, you know what, he's making money. You know, this is, you know, this is what it's about. Yeah. Um. Or do we depend on these public figures to use their platform and kind of like, in a sense, uh, just rest 100% on that and be like, well, no, you're, you know, you're a freaking uh, star. You should be, po- you know, you should be pushing this line. Yeah. You should be doing this and you should be doing that. And 
out of the bunch of people, you know, sitting behind their computers and their, you know, and stuff and, and, and being upset but not doing, be not being proactive about, you know, Cap and his, you know, and police brutality and that whole thing. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of, it's one of the, yeah, it's, I think it's a touchy subject, you know, or, you know, because I see people like, he's a businessman, you know, let him make his money, let him do this, let him do that, you know, he'll eventually, you know, make a, you know, make a big thing about that whole situation. Just let him get in there. Then the other people, other side, I, you know, all the negative stuff and, you know, he's a sellout and, you know, he, you know, he, uh, he's a con artist. I say all kinds of crazy shit, you yeah, know? Really? But yeah, yeah, yeah. People are, you know, divided, you know? Some people are like, hey, well, let him do his thing, you know? It's not his responsibility or is, is it his responsibility? You know, it's always yeah. that, that question, I guess, you know? Or, uh, and then I've seen, um, Pretty much Jay Z by him doing this just silenced Kaepernick. Now, by him making these moves, he systematically just took him out of the, you know. Really? How so? Um, I guess by pushing. It, it, it was you know, I'm not gonna be here and try to sound like all educated, but oh, okay. was, you know what I'm saying. But it was like the article was like. It, I mean, if Cap wasn't involved in the discussion in the first place, then it's kind of like. Uh, kind of like blackballed him out of the whole idea yeah. the whole situation yeah, I gotta, I gotta get itself. up on that I mean uh, I've, I've just like Adam uh, I've seen a lot of mixed reviews obviously about the whole damn thing yeah. where it, it comes to the point where Jay-Z is obviously the very first billionaire in hip-hop that made you know that yeah. made a lot of money in within music and stuff like that his yeah. wife Beyonce another you know multi-million dollar artists you know and, and the king and queens man king and queen of pretty much uh, the whole if you want to coin it as the urban uh music landscape they've they've got it covered yeah. you know i feel like in music in business in general yeah yeah so yeah so then the, the article is jay-z helped nfl banish Kellen, colin kaepernick yeah that's a spicy whoever wrote that uh headline what yeah. uh from what uh news the atlantic Damn Good that. job just on the writing end. Y'all got, yeah, got everybody. That that just yeah. throws a a curveball into the whole thing. And if I'm not if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, isn't the author a black woman? Oh uh, the Carrie so. Champion? I believe so. Yeah. So So yeah, I we'll mean, look into it. Yeah, maybe yeah. We'll maybe then, get, you know, when I saw the article and it was the I guess the the comp, not the comment, but the the title or or or, or caption was, yeah. uh, you know, this and uh, this, I guess, uh, uh, deal, and then Jay Z being a part of the Meek Mill documentary, yeah, is like uh, examples on how uh, stars could be complicit in upholding white supremacy. See, that's why I didn't want to sound all like. Ooh. I was like, damn, you know, I'm reading it. I'm like, oh man, this could go for hours. So that's yeah, what, yeah, that's no. what I'm saying. You the know, whole so conversation we, we have go it, for hours. Uh, maybe, maybe in our next cast, we'll we'll touch more on it. But uh, Definitely. we just wanted to Let's throw that research. out there and see, you know, maybe uh, whoever's listening, could, yeah, weigh in uh, if you're could a, weigh yeah. in on that. Situation. If you're a football fan, yeah, let us know what you think. Because I mean, yeah, like Mikey said, it could get. It, it could, could get go heated. a long, long, long discussion. Yeah, I mean, we could bring in somebody and have this whole discussion and I'm pretty sure it could be like a 20 part podcast series yeah. episode five or six hours <laughs> five or six hours give or take yeah you know 23 minutes each but uh, <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> but yeah so you know 
We'll see what's what's going on. What do you guys have any any plans? Any uh anything coming up? I know uh JMKM is part of uh uh, a tour that's in the making right now that might be heading to his motherland, to his home yeah, yeah. home turf. I just want to get home so I can have them season the boy. <laughs> oh my god, it's so slimy! Remember he was? I was like, well, can I add some salt and pepper? So <laughs> just the, that's what the, the meme. Fuck? Did you just put your hand in my thing? <laughs> that's another episode you're watching. That's another series. Actually, yeah, you're right. Um, no, but yeah, so yeah, we do have the Aloha Orca tour coming up. We're gonna go to Orca. Hawaii with Noah James, a couple nice. other dope artists um, that we're locking in. So more on that soon. We're gonna be giving back to the community as well. Uh, we will be launching more um, of that. We need more of that. We need more of that. Yeah, we'll be launching some efforts out there. So if y'all want to tap in, um, details will be coming soon. Yeah. Yes. So, so what about you, Mikey? Not much going on on my end. Just hanging out, uh, trying to support wherever I can, man. Um, Let's get it. Yeah, um, I know we've been, uh, Poke Party's been kind of like on the, you know, quiet end of things for the time being. and But, I, you know, we, we came back strong, like, what was that, March, April, and then just kind of like banished and kind of like, you know, the, the demand for Poke is not really that big, I guess, sometimes. And, and I don't want to just buy tuna and then just have it freezing in my freezer. Well, and, I'll end up buying it. Because JJ will end up eating it. Mine as well. <laughs> I mean, we could have, you know, uh, like a poke throwdown, something like that soon, Ooh, perhaps. Must be throwdown, poke throwdown. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, look pumpkin spice poke. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. That's why oh, I mm, actually, no, man, it's not gonna happen. All right, I got one. What? I'll do. I'll do a a pumpkin spice. Okay, I got it already. Oh shit! I got it in my head. You want the recipe? I'll not, tell you right now. Not on the air. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so soft. No, no, actually, I'm gonna, I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. This is my idea, real quick before we wrap up. Okay. So it's a play on pumpkin spice, right? It's gonna be Japanese kabocha. It's a pumpkin, right? Yes. Okay. Cubed up, right? And it's gonna be spice. It's gonna be spicy. It's gonna have sesame oil. It's gonna have furikake. It's gonna have some. Uh, I hope you're blurring out this some, whole thing right here. Yeah, I'm gonna bleep all of this. Yes. Okay. I'm, that's why I'm saying it. Okay. <laughs> and it's gonna have. I can't uh, wait. Some chili. <laughs> Just to hear all the beep 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 beep. It's gonna have some chili paste, and it's gonna have some some Maui onion. Gonna marinate my onion first, and it's gonna be like a poke, but instead of fish, it's gonna be cubed pumpkin. What's up? Ooh, at, me. at me. I'm coming for you. Poke party. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This Son? concludes our podcast. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't. Um, I don't cook. I just. I make think beats. action. Action Bronson did something like that. Oh, you're right. <laughs> he did. You no, it was jerk. No, it was beets. He did it with beets. Was it beets? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Tastes like. But it wasn't. It wasn't spiced, and it wasn't pumpkin, so it wasn't pumpkin spice. All right, that's true. <laughs> PSP. I mean, yeah, I guess we could go with like squash. Poke. Yeah, I just like, I know it's not like kalibasa. When you, yeah, when you when you think of uh, yeah. pumpkin spice. Anyway, yo, this has been a dope episode for sure. Indeed, Bro. you have something going on on the twenty fourth. Oh I yeah, do. as a matter of fact, uh, that's right. We'll be popping up at. Uh, we'll put the flyer up right here. Yes, somewhere. We'll be popping up at the Concrete All Stars fifteenth anniversary B Boy event. So Sorry. we'll be there from uh, I don't know one till we run out one in the afternoon. Um, been a minute. Use those musubi. We've been kind of chilling as well. Pumpkin spice uh, musubis will not be available yet. 
<laughs> they so, probably won't even buy that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's just test kitchen That's purposes, crazy. right? Shit. That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, we'll be there. We'll be rocking out. You might see me up rock. Kind of battle a couple people. Did you used to that uh, B-Boy? Nah, I mean, you know, no. Just mess around? <laughs> just mess around. Yeah. You know, I was a kid in the 80s, so... Throw the cardboard on the garage Throw floor. Throw the card, yeah. <laughs> cardboard on the garage floor. And when I hear music. See the alley breakers right there on the corner of Highland and... and uh, <laughs> Highland and Hollywood Boulevard. They used to bust right there, so... That's a shout out to the LA Breakers. Yeah. But um, yeah, we'll be there doing our thing. Um, make some musus and maybe some uh, street dogs. Show you dogs. I don't know. Tight. I get uh, crazy with it, but that's where you can catch us. Dope. Sick. That's about it. Well, yo, just a reminder, guys, for all y'all listening. If you didn't know that this podcast is produced by us here at Productive Culture, where we offer full service podcast production. Recording, mixing, and mastering. So if any of you guys want to tap in on getting your podcast started, hit us up. We'll help you out. Um, and yeah. So Full service podcasting. Full service. I got you. Whatever you need, I got you. You need voiceovers? Mikey got you too. Yeah. Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> reporting live to you at Streets and Dopeats. Tight. Shout on that out, note. Shout out, shout out to... Uh, yeah, we're going to do... If you, want, if you want to sponsor us, let you know. LA Taco, what's up? <laughs> um, we can provide you with the sponsor ad roll that sounds like this with Kermit the Frog. Shout out to LA Taco. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was back. Yeah. That was whack. That was whack. Yeah, that put you on the spot, man. Uh, yeah, I know. It's tough. Yeah, yeah. I gotta. All right, y'all. Warm up. Peace out. Peace out. Peace, peace.